it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Happy Monday. <laughs> it's a it's a Wednesday right now, and it is not a happy one for either of us for different reasons. Okay, no, 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 can... no. It's it's kind it's like happy, but it could be better. Megan, it could I be can't... significantly better. <laughs> I can't speak to you, but mine could def- it's 10 a.m. and I know it could already be better. Yeah, it's um what is it here? 8 p.m. and it was not better today. So <laughs> So, okay. Do you want to start with heck no? Yeah, let's start with our heck no's, and then okay. we'll just go on the up. Maybe we'll end better after this podcast recording. This is just relatable. Not every day is gonna yeah. be a good day. Megan mm-hmm. has clearly had a rough day. I can see it in her eyes, and <laughs> I look like very run down. You look like I did after weights practice in college, <laughs> except for I didn't work out this morning. <laughs> Oh, I no lost one knows. I woke up like this. <laughs> I woke up like this. I flawless. woke up like this. I'm flawless. Baby. Flawless. So, so nasally. Flawless. <laughs> it's like people say like Louisville. It's like Louisville. Flawless. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, it is. They do say it like that. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. They're apparently not. But from a former Kentucky... Or, from a current Kentuckian, I can say. Oh. Anyways, I know we're getting on a random tangent here. <laughs> uh, my heck no is that I currently have a mild fever as we record this. And my boobs are exploding. <laughs> and she um, laughs. Uh, yeah, because what are you going to do? Either that or you cry. Um, which has already happened today. So I chose to laugh this time. Um, but- <laughs> Sorry, I laugh because it's like... <laughs> It's, real. it's true it's real um I halfway through the day all of a sudden one of my boobs started hurting and I was like what's going on oh no my first thought every time is cancer and then I'm like Meg you're nursing it's probably not cancer it's probably a clogged duck or something duck <laughs> duck it's a duck it's a clogged duck clogged duct um or mastitis or something and so it's just progressively gotten worse um and I've done all the things Steamy shower massage, arnica. I've chugged garlic. Um, for my favorite, it's lick- actually, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Do you, you can't liquefy taste it. it? No, 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 no. You just take a garlic clove and you cut it up real tiny and you just like pinch it, throw it in your mouth, take a thing of juice and swallow it. You don't taste the garlic at all. Wow. And it works wonders for fevers. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, I've done done all the things. Epsom salt with a haka pump. I dangled nursed, which made me feel like an Monkey. animal yeah essentially (laughs) (laughs) um and I just feel like crap and I'm going to sleep as soon as this is over so that's my heck no you guys get the best of Megan right now in this (laughs) podcast 104 the fact that I I was like you're gonna cancel like your recording I was like no heck no (laughs) (laughs) heck no 
I know. I need this. <laughs> God, what's your okay. heck no? So my heck no is that freaking waiting feels like forever. These are the longest mm. days of my life. It's currently Thursday for me, October 18th. October? It's October. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Halloween's just around like, the corner. If, <laughs> You've been waiting since like October, Megan. <laughs> August 18th, going on a hundred days. I've not seen him. And <sighs> I've been here for going on two weeks waiting for him. You've been in Japan for two weeks now? In in um Sunday. It will be two weeks. Wow. Yep. Yep. I'm so sorry. Yep. So yep. <laughs> these two weeks have felt like two months um and gosh are you kidding me really someone decides to friggin' weed whack right outside my window right now (laughs) i can't hear him all right good um gosh gosh didn't you know i was podcast recording i'm podcasting podcasting (laughs) i put up a do not disturb sign I don't know the energy that this podcast is yeah. giving right now. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that feels like forever. He's supposed to come back. He was supposed to come back two weeks ago. And I mean, I'm just still waiting because the longer it takes for him to come back, the shorter amount of time we have because then he go- gets to play it again. <laughs> so yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 so yeah yeah, that's that's a heck that's a major heck no i think Uh, you win just because yours is prolonged mm -hmm. like mine could go away within like 48 hours or it could get worse and i could be hospitalized but it'll probably go away yours is just like a drag out and you don't know and then it it affects later things It'd be like you having a fever and then God being like, you're not going to have a fever anymore. And then three days later, you get the fever again. Mm-hmm. And then God's like, it's going to go away in three days. Three days come. And he's like, I'm going to prolong it for another five days. But I'll let you know in five <laughs> days if I'm going to make the fever exactly. go away. <laughs> exactly. Yours is definitely worse. Oh, but at least I don't feel like crap. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, I just emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> just mentally emotionally <laughs> barely, not physically you know. but <laughs> hopefully when this comes out i'm holding hands with my husband but who knows that's true that's up in the air um all right Meg. heck yes the heck yes is they still exist even on bad days um my heck yes is that last night avery and i decided that we're gonna hire a nanny Heck yes. And that's going to be a heck yes because we haven't hired anyone yet. There's a there's a contender right now who knows my parents and is Catholic and local and all the things, but we have not hired anyone yet. So if you're listening to this and you're in Auburn, Alabama, send me your info if you're interested. Um, yeah. So yeah. explain. I love if you feel comfortable explaining. Yeah. But I love that this is a thing because I yeah, was telling me Megan she didn't we didn't get into it a lot but I was telling Megan before the podcast I was like yeah that's why that job exists yeah it's yeah. the word nanny so for the past three weeks I like full dove into stay-at-home mom while still working so like 
I was trying to do two things at once 100% of the time, essentially. And you're saying because Avery went back to school full time, too. Well, yes, but he was he's always been in school. Like in summer, he had summer school, too. Um, and he took a couple course or he took a couple he traveled some during summer so then he had to play catch up with school so he was gone from like eight to five every day Mm -hmm. during summer too so eight to five is my husband's job I've got things at home I've also got two under two I'm trying to be a full-time stay-at-home mom while also meal prepping and making all the meals because I actually really enjoy that like that that came naturally out of nowhere where all of a sudden I was like I want to make dinners for my family I want my husband to come home to a dinner every single night I want to have ownership over the meals um instead of just always asking him like what do you want to do for dinner because that gets annoying and exhausting mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then also trying to keep the house tidy and do all the chores and do my work well and parent and discipline and figure out what the heck toddlerhood is was just like way too much yeah <laughs> Um, and so for three weeks I really tried and I get kind of stubborn. And so I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm having a terrible attitude about it. Like I need to get better. And I was constantly trying to work at it and get better. And then eventually it was like, this is not sustainable. I don't recognize who I am. I like, I'm starting to wonder if I have hormonal issues right now, if I maybe, and, and I don't say these words lightly. Like I really started to wonder if I was bipolar, if I have some sort of unbeknownst trauma to myself that I need to work through like I was like what is going on because I have I wake up every day and I get dressed and I make that important so that my day steps off on the right foot Mm -hmm. and I feed us good food and it weren't like I sleep well and I hydrate like what is the issue (laughs) and I couldn't figure it out except for the fact that oh maybe I'm being overrun um overstimulated overtouched overneeded and I have nothing like I'm running below empty um and so surviving. some people say I'm like not even, yeah, surviving, which is like, not why? To live. why am I forcing myself to survive if I don't need to? <laughs> um, and so Avery and I talked about it and he was the one that was like, what if, we, what would you think about like daycare or nanny? And I was like, I am totally against daycare for my own personal reasons. I'm not going to get into it. Um, and Avery was like, well, what about nanny? And I was like, I mean, I would consider a nanny, but it would depend on the cost. And we looked at it and we're like, this is where we should spend our money because this affects my health mentally, emotionally, my relationship with the girls, um, even spiritual marriage. Spiritually, it does. Yeah. I started to wonder, like, do I need to go get like a minor exorcist done? Like, I was wondering all the things because I was like, what is going on? I've never been this depleted and exhausted. And, and I don't want to use unstable. the word like the word depression is a heavy word. Yeah, and there's a serious word, but I mean, postpartum depression is something that That's a lot of thing. women go through and you have yeah. been through that prior in sort of yeah. like a week. Um, So I, I knew it was tough for a week with Carrie when Avery left and it was just Carrie and I was brand new. And then this time around, it's two under two. And I was like, okay, maybe it is postpartum depression. I was like, but for three weeks straight. And then I looked back at what I was doing versus what I'd done ever in my life and I was like this is too much I'm doing way too much and it's not benefiting anything at all like, I don't have anything together my head is constantly a mess to-do list is constantly a mess I'm reactive to the girls instead of teaching them and being patient and gentle with them I'm yeah. rushing everywhere because I don't have anything straight scattered um I'm scattered yeah and all the things that I loathe <laughs> and I see so often around me in motherhood for other moms like all moms are just being like 
strong like they're strung out they don't have anything else to give they're scattered they're no time actually living life and this is one thing Megan where all my mentors who are six kids in or they are just in their 40s or whatever they're like if there's one thing they're like I don't remember my children's childhood because I was so Mm -hmm. scattered and if there's one thing I could do if go back and do it would be put my pride aside and hire help because it would have been worth it instead of trying to do this like super mom situation. Yes. And the pride thing is real. Originally, I thought God was asking me to put pride away to be a stay at home mom and to focus more on the meals in the house and the girls I ever had instead of 50, 50 doing it with Avery. And I was like, oh man, it's going to require a lot of me. And then I started to get into it and I was like, oh, I mean, it's requiring a lot of me and I don't recognize myself anymore, but is this what God was actually asking of me? And then once we started to talk about the nanny, I was like uncomfortable with it because I was like, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Like, am I going to be fully like, what are my kids going to think? What, like, is this financially smart for our family? Like all the doubts and things because people don't talk about this. People don't do this. Well, then you feel guilty. Moms shouldn't shouldn't ask for help. Mom should be able to do it all. My mom did. Avery's mom did our their grandmas or their moms did like mom should be able to do it all right that's what you're told that's what everyone assumes well then and if it's anything different then it's like you are gonna feel guilty and then you live with mom guilt which is the worst thing in the world for any woman to live with right but then I started thinking like okay right now I already live with that because of how little I'm available and like fully fully present and joyful with my kids and I was like that's the worst guilt if I'm going to pick one of the two guilts, I'll take the one of like, oh, people thinking I like shouldn't have help and I should be able to do it or whatever. I will pick that one over the one I have right now. <laughs> so yeah. too bad. Um, and it's also just one of those things where like we look at it financially and we're like, yeah, we can cut some corners here and there and make this work. And that's worth it to us. It's the same thing as like the chiropractor. It's like we'll spend our money where we think it's important to spend our money. Um, yeah. If you want to get Starbucks every day and nanny is not an issue or an important factor to you then cool get starbucks every day I don't but care. also even if it's like <laughs> great you work a little more but that still gives you some more sanity in the way where like that nanny even if you're coming out even if it's still giving you sanity with you have to work a little more and then pay a little more for a nanny it's yep. still worth it yes a hundred percent like even just talking about it last night i realized this load just like off of me and like Avery and I were able to talk about all these things where he was like, I feel like it's totally unfair what you're, what you are having to carry consistently every single day. And I was like, okay, I'm actually really glad you said that. Cause I didn't want to come out and say, I like, didn't want to say that, but <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, like, I didn't want to come out and say like, I feel like one of us is sacrificing more than the other. And it's consistently not helping me at all. And I'm not able to offer it up anymore. Cause we're going on a month straight and this is not sustainable. <laughs> um and he was like no I if I were to pick like your daily life or my daily life I would pick mine every day like yeah I have to go to classes but I get to also do swim in between classes or I get to go get lunch with a buddy in between classes (laughs) I get to do all these other things that are cup fillers for me and then I come home and I see the girls and I'm fully available to them and I was like yeah okay we're getting a nanny so (laughs) So, so yeah. have you guys talked about like how many hours you're looking at or any, if you yeah. feel comfortable sharing that? Yeah. So I think before... this is good. This conversation is really good because it's something you would have wanted to hear too. 
A hundred percent. I literally, right before getting on the podcast, had someone message me and say, I just saw that you were looking for a nanny on Instagram. And I wanted to tell you that was the best decision we ever made for our family. And she went on to explain how it works for their family. And I was like, that's super encouraging. And I did need to hear that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so last semester, last year of school before Janie got here, we had babysitters twice, two to three times a week for two hours at a time for me to work and for Carrie to have an in-home supervision, entertainment, all the things. Now we're looking for someone to either do it three times a week for three hours at a time or twice a week for four hours at a time. Uh-huh. So that it's enough time for me to go and run some errands. And so two hours is not enough. Two hours is not enough. Two hours is not enough. Um, I can go and run some errands. I can sit down and work and run some errands. I can like all the things. So that's and what we're doing that- right now. Now that Jeannie takes a bottle, she can also stay with a nanny. Mm-hmm. Sort of. She sort of takes a bottle. We're, we're still working on it, but kind of <laughs> takes I a bottle. I mean, literally, even if I have, which I doubt this would ever happen, but if it were to happen where I have like an hour left and I'm like, I don't have anything else I want to do. I want to go hang out with them. Cool. Now I'm talking to another adult in the presence of my home with my kids, just hanging out. And I'm not alone. You could like (laughs) go clean something or like Mm -hmm. do something else or whatever in silence and like listen to some music and whatever and not listen to a kid scream your name. (laughs) Yep. Yes, exactly. I was a nanny. I know how it is. (laughs) Yeah. So I am so very excited. Like so proud of you because yes, so many moms tell me that if I ask for advice, that's what they say. That is exactly what they say. Yeah. I mean, that's Avery even said he was like, we should be making decisions as parents that better the girls. And I think this is one that would not to say you're doing a crap job, but you, you I can tell that you are not you are not fully there. You are not whole right now. You are nothing's like, light. There's yes, there's no joy emitting being oozing out of, of your day. pores. <laughs> right, exactly. I hit two o'clock every day and I'm done. I'm tapped out. I can't do it. It's the worst. It's uh-huh. terrible for my relationship with the girls. I could go on. So yeah, uh-huh. very excited about it. Well, praise God and yeah. everyone, please pray that they find the right girl for their family yes. because finding the right nanny is hard. It is. Um, yeah. And someone I just, I mean, we literally have one person that's local so far. <laughs> I posted mm-hmm. like three different things. So it's I don't gotta know work with someone's school schedule. Right now, it's with a student. Um, yeah, she's a student's the only person that's reached out. But and you're flexible because you're the one that like you're flexible when you can run errands and stuff. Right, and work and I like I can work anytime. I can run errands anytime. You just need I just need a chunk. Yeah, at certain times. So uh-huh. we'll see. Awesome. How's your or what's your heck yes? Okay, so my heck yes is our stuff came, and if Patrick's not home by this, and by the time that this comes out, I'm gonna have to cut this out because I don't want him knowing, and then him listening to the podcast before he's back because <laughs> this was supposed to be a surprise. So <laughs> pretty much because we didn't talk about this on the podcast last time. No. Okay. So I was worried because I'm like, oh shoot, I need to go back and edit that podcast. (laughs) So uh, we packed up our stuff to get shipped to Japan in February and it finally arrived like a really long time later. I don't even know how many months that is. 
but it finally arrived and it got um delivered on Wednesday yesterday for me and it was just like it's so nice to have my own furniture in this house and it's so funny because all of the furniture in this house I've never used except for one chair all of the breasts (laughs) it's all new to me and we had bought it prior to getting it shipped out here only one thing's wrecked um that's good just a thousand dollar sideboard but not um, good not good they will they should should be able to pay that back though so I'm gonna file for it today um so yeah but besides that and I had updated the hardware on it so it's definitely more than a thousand but Uh. definitely gonna yeah we'll see to be continued (laughs) um but other than that, like, it's been so nice. And I spent all day yesterday, seven and a half hours. It took me to undo every box, clean every single piece of Patrick's clothing, like put it, clean every single dish. And I didn't have any more dishwasher soap. So I cleaned everything by hand. <laughs> like, wow. Like, dishwasher soap that goes in the dishwasher. Right. You know? Right. So I cleaned everything by hand and I didn't have any paper <laughs> towels or, or like dish towels. So I so had to use you- bath towels. It was oh, that's mess. smart. I was going to say yeah. toilet paper and I was like, that's got to yes. be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like so nice. I'm. It was so fun doing it, Megan. And Megan and I were chatting, chatting about this a few hours ago, but it was so fun because now I finally get to like make a house that he's actually going to live in. Yeah. And before, obviously, it was really fun doing it in Kentucky. And I love that house way better and the decor in it. And there's no decor in this house, but yeah. I loved like... I love everything in Kentucky, but he's never really going to live in that house. So it was a totally different dynamic in way more. I just had way more ambition and like urge to get everything done because I want him to be proud of it. And I want him to walk in because he has no idea. He, He emailed me last week saying, Hey, have you heard from the movers? Do you know if they're like going to be able to make it this month? And I was like, so sorry like I looked at your email I haven't heard anything from them like nothing has come through um I'll keep following up and we'll just have to see even though I scheduled like I heard from them and they were scheduled to come the following week and um anyways yeah he has no idea and he's gonna That's come gonna and be, be like so fun. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make a house for him I know oh, you gotta make a home for him I guess is what I should say and it reminds Which is me like the best exactly and it reminds me so much of him because his bookshelf is here with all his books Aww. and it just like he's like books remind me of him and I'm like oh my gosh his books are in the house that's so fun too while you were unpacking them you're we probably like oh these are his books yeah there would be like little <laughs> notes in them and I'd be like totally creepy <laughs> <laughs> I also put like a whole section of the shelf for books that I want to read. So yeah. You better get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah, yep. it was so fun. And I had a friend come over, shout out Emily. And she is um a marine wife who's on this base. And Heck she yeah. like helped <laughs> me move in and she helped me put a bed together in a a coffee table together wow. she brought starbucks and sushi and it was so fun oh that's yeah. so cute yeah so we had a really good time and now i have my own couch to sit on even though this is probably like the fifth time you've sat on it yeah this is the third, <laughs> third time i've ever sat on this couch so. well it looks good you look good on it so 
thanks it really <laughs> wash welcome. this color really washes me out but what, what are you gonna do <laughs> but I really want a rug for this room because so the oh, carpet yeah. that they put in these homes it's terrible so it's carpet squares it's not like yours yeah. was they're carpet squares because if anything happens you just to that square. square yeah they just pop a square <laughs> out and pop another one back in so trash I'm not kidding I can pop the square out with my own foot like my toenail I can pop it out oh no how long is your never mind no <laughs> like <laughs> no like I can get my foot underneath the crack and pop it up oh that's awful you need a rug can you get a rug is that well, a possibility or is I, it like a... I need a rug but it'll never happen well <laughs> there's a Costco here randomly in Japan what yeah, I don't have a Costco membership, but I guess it's only online, but it's hard to order stuff online because if it doesn't go to P.O. box or something like that, mm. it, they can't get into the gate. And so you have to meet them at the gate when the delivery comes. Otherwise, it gets sent back and it's yep. a whole situation. So um, I don't really know. But once Patrick gets back, we'll probably try to go shopping. And I know we want to drive three and a half hours to Ikea. Well, I do. He isn't responding about we, that. We, we really want to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, eventually I'll get a rug and a kitchen table. Yep. Oh yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. So this was way longer than it needed to be, but it was so fun doing <laughs> something that he's actually going to see. Yeah, so. exactly. Yep. You I'll had like to- all of that energy pent up and there's nothing you could do about it until you got there and got your furniture like there was no yeah. other thing you could do to like do anything release that yeah yeah um that, my- that meant an urge <laughs> to create a home for your man well I my back hurts and my feet hurt now but <laughs> good 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 what are you gonna do yeah I mean- life it's worth <sighs> what do I say your husband's worth sacrificing for <laughs> ladies you heard it here first <laughs> You heard it on the When the Ding podcast, well, uh, episode 104. Um, oh so with that, do you want to chat about Hollow? We had them as a sponsor maybe last season. Yeah. And if you guys don't know about Hollow, you are behind with the times. H- <laughs> it's H-A-L-L-O-W, and it's the number one Catholic app that exists. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what it is? Yeah, so it's super great for those of us that want to pray more, but don't know how or like have a hard time setting it up or structuring it. We always say we want to be on our phone less and pray more, but now you can do it from your phone, from an app, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, reflect on a prayer with a journal. Um, they gave us 30 day fr- a 30 day free trial for you guys. So go to hallow.com slash what in the dang heck for 30 days free of hello and after that i can promise you you will be hooked yeah there's like bible in the year there's daily um the daily reflections daily mass readings daily rosary there's women devotionals um there's morning yeah there's morning psalms with bishop baron that are like two to seven minutes they have the divine mercy chaplet they have like the lat the rosary in latin like they literally have everything what? stations of the cross spiritual writing family prayers litany like everything you can think of stuff for mental health like if you've heard of um of like the calm app or like headspace this is like the catholic or christian version but they literally have mental health prayers for healing healing wounds healthy habits stress and anxiety grief relationships addiction like everything wow and 
it's just so cool to see they even have a kids section. Um, oh, that's so. new. I know this is new. Yeah, they have like, um, you'll have to check this out, but they have like the spiritual stations of the cross or like prep for confession. Um, oh, this is just so cool. So yeah, you guys will have to check out hollow again, 30 day free trial. It's worth it. Download it. And, um, yeah, let us know how you like it. Yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, we have some really great voicemails. Um, they're super random, but this is going to be clearly has been a random episode and we're just going to go with it. Um, so <laughs> we got to add these random episodes in sometimes, you know, the gibberish. We do. Yeah. The what in the dang heck kind of episodes. Totally. Just makes sense. This one, Meg, you're going to just, this is solidarity moment. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh, no. Hey, ladies. This is Elena from Ohio. Um, I'm calling, uh, well, this is mostly for Meg, actually. I was just listening to the most recent episode. Um and hearing about two under two, and um, I just wanted to say solidarity. I've been there. I've had two under two, three under three, four under four, and then praise God for really good friends and the Marquette method. I'm pregnant with number five, but we have a big break. So um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to say I don't have any like sage wisdom for you, unfortunately, just beyond the fact that it's a season and it gets better and it gets worse and it gets better again and for what it's worth you look like you're doing a fantastic job um at being a mom and y'all have those rough days um this week actually my husband started working nights and I had one of my least favorite motherhood moments of my life probably getting all the kids to sleep the first night um all five of us were crying. <laughs> so anyway, you're not alone, but um, there's so much grace. And also, uh, I, I can't imagine another calling that would have made me grow more than this one has um, and just made me see my selfishness um, and and grow closer to God through that. So anyway, I just <laughs> I just wanted to give you a little word of encouragement and um hopefully you'll hear this even if it doesn't end up on the podcast no big deal but um at least hopefully I, this can give you a little bit of uh I don't know encouragement hearing from another mom. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so I hope any other moms listening also took that as if she was saying it to them. Yes. <laughs> that's one of the things that no one tells you about motherhood is that you're going to have days where I don't want to say that you hate yourself but you're like how could I have spoke to my kid like that or how could I have like missed the signs or how am I not able to get my kid to sleep or why is it frustrating me so much um yeah motherhood is unlike anything else there's like nothing to compare it to I I went in thinking like oh well I was doing athlete so like stamina <laughs> no not even close <laughs> stamina so that was <laughs> <laughs> mental strength mental toughness like no you you need next level like it, it makes it very very apparent how little you can do without god that's for sure so that was a sweet voicemail it was it was exactly probably what a lot of people needed to hear too um yeah okay so this one is super interesting because i would never ask this if i was <laughs> yeah you'll see <laughs> Hi, ladies. This is Erin, first-time caller, long-time listener. I wanted to share with you my heck yes and heck no moments for this week. 
Um, first of all, being that I am getting married in 21 days to the love of my life, we are a Catholic match success story. <laughs> I feel so blessed and I'm just so excited. It's such an amazing um, time in my life right now. Um, my heck no moment, however, would be my sister reached out to me and asked if she could have a plus one to my wedding. Now, my sister is single, so I was kind of like, oh, who is this? <laughs> she wants to bring a guy who she just met on Hinge a couple of days ago. <laughs> so that was a hard no for me. I love her, but absolutely not. Thanks again. Love the pod. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I was going to say good for her asking anyways, like thinking like, well, it's not a no until it's a no, but it's a definite no. <laughs> okay. But how awkward would it be for the guy? Oh, this is your sister's wedding and you're going to be in all the family photos and you want me to just stand there with your yeah. entire family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. That's no, that's not, no. It would be different if it was just a guest, but because it's literally the yeah. sister and she could possibly be in the wedding. Who knows? That would make it right. even more awkward. Right, right. Also, Catholic Match success story. Wasn't that who you were working for when I met you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Throwback. Throwback. Catholic I love match. to hear it. There's a ton <laughs> of people that have met. When people ask like, do you think I should do it? I'm like, yeah, are you single and Catholic yeah. and you're looking for a Catholic? Well, the whole platform is for single sense. Catholics. I'm confused what you're confused about. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm like, that's the whole point of it. Like, why would you not try a platform that is posting your ideal candidate? Ideal demographic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> they just need the extra push. This is your push. To you. We're pushers. This is your push. I actually tried to contact them to be a sponsor and they never really answered. So, um, but here we are <laughs> still sure talking about anyways. them. <laughs> we could have a, if you're out there and listening to this and you work for them, we could have a code for you to give you <laughs> if you sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not desperate or anything <laughs> no <laughs> all of our listeners are gonna go message now hey you should sponsor what i get because they all want the code <laughs> yep well we wouldn't be opposed to that that uh dm so that's true <laughs> okay so some of these i saved a long time ago and i can't really particularly <laughs> remember what these mean but we're gonna play this one. Oh, fun Hi, Cecilia and Megan. So long story short, I'm obsessed with you guys. I just became Catholic this year. And one of my friends recommended you guys to me. And I read the title and I was like, I mean, I literally probably said what in the dang heck and listened to it. And I have listened to every single podcast already because I love you guys from April to now. I listen to everyone. I think I have an issue. Um, I wanted just some advice. I'm dating a long-term boyfriend. He's Catholic, and we both adore each other, but it has been kind of difficult. Um, I go to a Christian university, and so if you guys have heard the term ring by spring, it's very common that basically people get engaged before they um, graduate college. And so 
it's, there's just been a lot of pressure on me and my boyfriend to get married. His parents have kind of made jokes. My parents have made jokes, all in good fun. But it's been difficult because he and I have kind of made this pact, like, hey, um, this is like a prayerful thing. And in God's will, if it works out, we'll get married. And he's expressed his intentions that obviously we date to marry. So it's definitely there, but we haven't really talked about that. And so I – I'm not ready to get married and I'm 21 and I just need my time. I don't know what it's going to look like down the road, but just in terms of kind of getting my head straight, the last thing I want to do is make marriage or marrying him an idol in my mind. And it's starting to become that way. So obviously I've prayed about it, but I was wondering if you guys had any advice, things like that. Um, but yeah, love you guys so much. Heck yes to becoming Catholic this year. Thank you guys for everything. Bye. Oh, congrats. Welcome home, girl. Yeah, I was going to say so many different things just happened in that voicemail. It went from like, wow, this is so great, to ah, tough, to oh my gosh, congrats. (laughs) A really roller coaster of emotions there. Yeah. Well, Cease, what do you have? Um, I was going to ask you your thoughts first. Um, Oh, wow. I feel like relationship stuff, I typically am like, take it away but the only reason why i was gonna be like meg is because you got married young so Mm -hmm. that's true um and like you were dating him in college so yeah Yeah. the ring by spring thing if you guys haven't heard that it means like you graduate (laughs) in the spring and you should have a ring by the time you graduate like engaged and you're planning a wedding the summer after you get after you graduate college pretty much yeah and it's such a weird cultural thing like I, I don't know it's like this weird pre- cultural pressure which I, it doesn't even come from catholic culture it just comes from like, no it, it doesn't I and i was gonna say i don't even remember feeling that pressure maybe i just wasn't like focused on it or i wasn't paying any attention to it but i don't remember that because technically speaking that is exactly what happened to us we were engaged in december i graduated in spring we got married in june so we we did the bring by spring but i don't remember that being like a thing around my friend groups in college at all um I don't know why I don't I don't know but I don't know it's so hard because it's situational and it's something that you have to determine so much with your gonna be spouse I definitely think you guys should talk about it more than you have um because it sounds like everyone else is (laughs) and maybe you should both figure out like okay what are we in the room what's our decision on this yeah yeah, exactly. And then you can de- like then you can navigate parents making comments about it. You can navigate the pressure that you're maybe feeling from outside about it. You guys need to talk more about it and make a decision, I think. Yeah, um, and like together. you guys need to Cuz be- I always knew Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I like I knew that we were going to get engaged soon. I didn't know when. I didn't know what the ring looked like. I didn't want to know the details, but I knew that we both knew we were going to get engaged. Mm-hmm. And no one asked us about it. And I didn't feel any pressure about it because he and I, the only two people that matter as far as the engagement goes, knew what our decision was already. Yeah. And like, um, you guys should be like, when people ask you, you should have the same story, like the yes. same response kind of thing. Because if you mm-hmm. don't, it's going to get messy. You guys are going to start saying different things, which means different things. And then it's told back to each other. And it's like, being on the same page is going to make you feel so much at, more at peace and Secure. confident responding to people. And honestly, I think the ring by spring is more of a Christian 
instead of a Catholic Christian thing. Um, yes, she I said, think so too. Yeah, she says she's on a Christian college. So I, I think that really is more of that, which makes sense that the pressure's stronger there mm-hmm. versus a Catholic university. Um, but even in, and because you're a convert, both of the parents are probably like Christians, mm-hmm. whether it's like Protestant, non-denom, whatever it is. And so it makes sense that they're also putting pressure because it's more of a cultural thing in that, I don't know, that sector of Christianity. True. But it's interesting that the both sides of the parents are kind of talking about it. Yeah. And I also will say, um, she mentioned that she's not ready to get married and it's totally fine. There could be very valid reasons for it for sure. But this is why I encourage talking to who you're dating some more because if you're dating to get married and you've been dating for a while to the extent that your parents are both asking, both asking about marriage, what is it that's holding you back from getting married? Like, is it really just like, is it a fear, fear thing? Is it like a, a selfish, like I want my time in my life and I want to do X, Y, and Z first. Is it, I don't want to have kids. And I know that I kind of have to be open to kids or is it, you know, like you needed to talk about that and discuss that because it's a big deal and it clearly is driving you nuts. If you're like, thinking about it all the time so and like if you're not ready you're not ready that's fine just be able to pinpoint why so then you can track that and be able to kind of take the temperature of where you're at um yeah exactly and like honestly this would be worst case scenario but your boyfriend is ready and he's just agreeing with you because he's embarrassed that you're not ready and he is ready. So like, there's gotta be something there why his parents are saying it. Like there's something there, but, um, yeah. Or it's even like you just became Catholic and he's not Catholic. So you have a whole deeper understanding of what marriage is now. And it just looks different. It could be so many different things. Um, But yeah, call us back and let us know how that conversation goes. I would love to have a follow-up. Yeah, same. But I feel like this is super relatable too. Yeah. Lots of of girls go through this. Totally. Um, Let me see here. Okay, so (laughs) this voicemail, I titled it Shot the Elk. And I have no idea what this voicemail is about. So we're going to see. Hello, uh, my name is Carly, and I just got done listening to your guys' podcast where you were talking about modesty and seclusion and all the different things, and I just had to laugh at um, Megan talking about how her husband was saying that he wishes he could just be butt naked on his back porch and shoot a buck in his backyard and then bring it in for breakfast. Um, I actually thought this episode was hilarious because I live in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) I live like an hour and a half away from the grocery store. And so anyways, I thought it was really funny because this spring, um, my husband and I were having coffee in the morning and we were sitting in the living room going through our devotional together. And I looked out the window and I was like, honey, there is a herd of elk out there. And this was during elk season. And so he still had a tag left that he hadn't filled. And so he was like, I'm going to go shoot one. And he did. He went and got his gun and he hiked out just across the river right behind our house. We're ranchers <laughs> and shot this cow elk. And then me and my little four month old son went out there and helped him gut it out. And we had all the meat inside, cutting it up and putting it in the fridge before 830. So anyways, it does happen. It is possible. 
but you do have to live a ways away from town. So, anyways, I just thought it was funny. My husband was not naked uh, when he shot it, obviously, um, but that's the only thing that didn't happen. Um, so, anyways, Megan, tell your husband it's possible, um, but it does come with its own sacrifices, too. So, anyways, love your podcast. Thanks a lot. Love the clarification. Not <laughs> naked, unfortunately, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I want to know is she said we did all that before 8.30. And if it, she went before 8.30 a.m., I am more impressed than ever. <laughs> it, I mean, I mean, it. she probably did. Yeah. Because deer and stuff are up and around the morning and the evening. Yeah. And they were doing their daily devotional. I mean, I don't know. I'm just impressed that they live an hour and a half from the grocery store. I'm like, do I go to the one five minutes away or the 20 minutes? Definitely the five minute one away. I know sister friend hour and a half that is real off the grid girl that is insane that is its own vocation within itself honestly I think it is I agree wow 100% it is like hour and a half driving or like hour and a half like like pushing a scooter like (laughs) with the stroller like what are we what are we talking here yeah Wow. Elk burger is also really good. Elk in general is so good. Very tender. Um, <laughs> also funny that he had one tag left. That means like in hunting. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have like a license and then you, I guess for elk, you can only shoot like a certain amount. Apparently if he has tags, um, good old hunting. That's something I'm going to miss this winter is obviously Patrick won't be out during deer season he'll be on a ship in the middle of the ocean so we won't have venison um but then again I can't eat a whole deer myself so Mm. like yeah yep um okay real fast before we jump into some more voicemails I wanted to talk about something my friend Maria and I are putting on Maria is the girl Mm -hmm. who is on this podcast a few podcasts ago talking about single life and she's awesome but we're doing something called emotional processing with Jesus. And we actually did it around this time last year. And it was such a hit. We had hundreds of you on and it's Tuesday, August 30th, 8 30 PM Eastern, 5 30 PM Pacific. And this, I'm so excited. This is not therapy work. It is Jesus work. And it has changed the way I go about my life. And Megan, you should totally join if you're free that night. Uh, yep. It's <laughs> I'm so like marking good. My calendar. I'm like, yeah, I need that. Need that. Yeah. And like most of us have never been taught how to process our emotions. And like, I mean, Megan and I were just talking about it in the beginning, like our emotions affect us physically, mentally, spiritually, like body, mind, soul. And like even, okay. So for instance, if you are still hanging on to that relationship of the past and like still ticked off from it, like it's time to let it go and truly process your emotions about him or if you're like spending your days wondering about like, if you'll ever meet Mr. Right. Um, like we can let those emotions, um, or that emotion of anxiety take over our life. And these emotions are real and it makes up our minutes and then our hours and then our life. And if we don't process them, they can overtake us. Just like we were talking about in the beginning. It's like the emotions about motherhood. They'll take over your Mm -hmm. seconds, minutes, days, life. And before you know it, it's like, you've just had a whole negative outlook on motherhood. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And, and even like, 
okay. Or if you're holding a grudge with something that happened in like, um, family relationship or a friendship or whatever, like resentment does eat away at us. And like, we can only completely forgive by surrendering it to the Lord. So this is like a prayer process that Maria is an expert in. Um, and it's just like, you're able to give it over to God and just release the hold others have on your life and do it all through, all through Jesus. So pretty much you would need like a pen and paper, just a quiet place. Your face won't be seen. It's like a webinar style. Um, so you'll just be listening to us, like grab a drink, hot tea, like, um, turn, light a candle, whatever it is, create a very peaceful space for you because you will actually process the emotions so that you can live from a place of freedom. Um, and it's just so important, but it's $25. It's for all ages, all walks of life. Even men can do it. Um, even if you, like, it doesn't have to be just Catholics, it's Christians. It's all about Jesus. Um, again, emotional processing Tuesday, August 30th, 830 PM Eastern, 530 PM Pacific. And I will put the link for you all to sign up in the bio and buy a ticket. Um, but I'm so excited because people have been asking us to do this again and so we waited a year we're gonna we're gonna finally do it again oh my gosh so necessary I just wrote it in my calendar okay good yes because people like we in the beginning we ask where your stress level is at and like (laughs) what your tension's at and we've had people like many people go from 10 to 2 or 10 to 1 and it's like insane just through a 90 minute process Mm -hmm. um so yeah I hope to see you there it's so great I feel like too, as a mom, like I've been thinking about this lately, if we were never taught to process our emotions, how the heck are we supposed to learn? Like, how are we supposed to teach our kids to process them? But I want to, like, I desire that. And like, I need her to know that she can process them. So I'm like trying to navigate how to teach her that when I don't even know how to do it myself, you know? Yes. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. And then if you can teach your child how to do it immediately with Jesus so that they don't feel Mm -hmm. alone in doing that. And once you learn how it's just, it's, it becomes more of a habit and like you immediately Mm -hmm. go to Jesus with all your emotions and you figure out and pinpoint what it is and then you work through it. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, super great. Um, all right, next, a few more voicemails. Let's see what we're working with. Um, which one, which one, which one? All right. This one says blind date tips. Um, I assume it's about a blind date. Here we go. (laughs) Good guess. Hey, Cece and Megan. Um, This is anonymous. I just was calling to ask for advice. Um, So no what in the day heck moment, but I will probably be going on a blind date soon. And Cece, I know you have really good experience with that. So just wondering if you have any tips for how to just, I don't know, go about it smoothly. Um, If you have any tips for how to act just while we're texting and then on the actual date, anything would be really, really great. So um, yeah, I know approximately nothing about him other than the little bit that we've talked about and what he does for a job and that we're both Christians, which is obviously one of the most important things. So that's good. But yeah, if you have any tips, let me know. Love the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Take okay. it away. Yep. That's right. all you. I never dated. <laughs> <laughs> so we, well, what I was going to say is this, this was from a few weeks ago. So the blind date probably already happened. Um, oh, so we're the worst. Yeah, I know. So I would love to hear like how it actually (laughs) went, but for all the ladies out there doing a blind date. So it's hard because it's like a blind date could be a date that you've never met the guy, or it could be you literally have no idea what he looks like. 
because Ooh, like I didn't know much gosh. about Patrick. Yeah, like I didn't know much about Patrick before we went on our first date and I had never met him, but I knew what he looked like. And I knew that whenever he showed up at my door, it would be the correct person. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrifying. You Why know, people sign up for that. That's not good. I don't think people should do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you're meeting at a public, like he's not coming to your door, like he doesn't know your address, you know, it's probably fine. That's still but so freaky. Yeah. The whole blind part. Um, what I would say though, in the texting, like, I would want to try to talk on the phone prior to the date. Mm, good idea. That would be like really get important. a gauge. Mm-hmm. A gauge for like how conversation flows. If he's like super, super awkward over the phone, like mega awkward, like everyone's going to be a little awkward over the phone the first time you talk. But if he's like heightened awkwardness or his voice completely turns you off, like, I don't know, <laughs> it'd be something super weird or he's like really rude. It's like, don't even waste your time, you know? Yeah, but true. I think talking on the phone, you're not going to see him or you could do a FaceTime, but I think that would probably be more awkward than just meeting in person. But I think a phone true, call true. is really great. And um, it can just be like a 15 minute, like, how was your day kind of thing? Like, I just wanted to get to know mm-hmm. you a little bit. Um, and some, you could completely hit it off and then you are more excited for the date because you shouldn't mm. want to dread a date. I've dreaded dates before and it's no fun, but if you're excited and excited to get to know him more, then it makes it, I don't know, I guess all the more exciting. I wish there's a better word for yeah. it, but you're like looking well, forward. Well, I feel like, yeah. And it keeps you open to the possibilities of what could happen after the date. Whereas if you're like dreading it, you already have decided like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to continue doing this. Right. And you want to have some confidence going into that, into it. And mm-hmm. it will help you if you've talked on the phone and it will help him too. Um, so there's certain ways to go about it. Like if he doesn't ask you and he asks you on a date, be like, I'd love to talk on the phone first, like, or, or not even first, you just say yes to the date and then be like, Hey, I'm free for a phone call this weekend. Like you up to it. And yeah. It's like very casual. Like it doesn't have to be like, I would like to schedule a phone call and, um, <laughs> you know, just like, Hey, I'd love to chat That's on the how phone. I am. Yeah. Like just yeah. like, Hey, I'd love to chat on the phone. Like what's, when's a good time for you? Um, I have 15 minutes yeah. during here. And so you already put it out that it's going to be a short chat. And like, you have 15 minutes during this slot, whatever. Um, True. I, that would be my best bet. And then on the date, it's like, if you just get someone to talk about themselves the whole time, they're going to walk away from the date thinking it was the best date of their life. You could get away with not saying anything about yourself, but if you have them talk about themselves the whole time, they will love you. Um, It's true. But a true man will want to know about you and he will, he will notice that he's talking about himself the whole time. So yeah, Mm. those are my thoughts. Also mind. Yeah limit yourself to one drink on the first date <laughs> one glass of wine you have to say i mean i guess yeah i guess that's a good tip i was gonna say you have to say that people well, are going on these dates with people they don't know drinking too much i mean what do, what do you think is gonna happen well when some people are nervous they drink more so i'm always saying like one drink oh, like that's a good point yeah and if he's ordering if he's drinking more than two drinks i'm like mm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I always say on a date, 
like give it enough time where if you wanted to, you could always grab ice cream after. And if you didn't want to, then you can go home. True. So there's always an opportunity to extend it a little bit. And if the guy yeah. asked you on the date, I think the woman should always be the one to ex- like offer the extension. So for I, instance, I agree. right. Cause it's like giving him the confidence, like Patrick and I's first date, he asked me out, he came and we got dinner. He came to my house. We walked to dinner. And then after dinner, I was like, Hey, do you have time? I'd love to, um, I'd love to get ice cream for us. And he was like, Oh yeah, sure. Like he was very excited Uh because he's like, Oh, then she's into me. Right. She wants to extend the time. She wants to get me ice cream. She wants to be with me longer, get to know me more. Um, Drop the handkerchief. Handkerchief. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like, there's always a way to like show him that you're enjoying it without being like, I'm enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) I am thoroughly enjoying myself right now. Thoroughly. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, also last Sunday, just a few days ago, we had our Patreon about sex talk, sex talk about about (laughs) sex (laughs) or sex talk, birds and the bees. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it was so good though, right? It was. It was really fun. And I hope I mean I think it was really good. We had to cram in a ton within the hour, hour and a half that we did it. Um, so we didn't get to chat as much as the first time, but I felt like it was really good. Oh all stuff so that I wish someone would have told me. Yeah, like we went into detail, <gasps> like classy detail, but detail that like that matters. It it matters that like is gonna make you feel more confident yeah. and less awkward and like go in with the correct expectations. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was super fun. Megan and I still need to brainstorm what our next topic is gonna be for next month. Yeah. Um but we're talking about birth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow up the sex talk with birth. <laughs> well we could no I mean we can but I don't want to I I think we should brainstorm some more (laughs) so if you have topics send them our way um but if you've been blessed by our podcast we would love your donation you can donate anything whatever amount you want um, and it just is a monthly donation. That's just a consistent one that gets pulled out of your account, um, from Patreon, but we would be so blessed to have you on our Patreon yes. team. And we give you that extra bit of content every month. Um, yeah. So I'll it's put really the- fun. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, it's really fun seeing the same faces show up every month. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm really getting to know you guys. This is great. Yeah. It's like a little community. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, please, please, please consider it. We would be so honored and it would just be so appreciated. So definitely check it out. Other than that, call in with your what in the dang heck moments, your heck yes, heck no at um, 312-775-2615. I almost forgot the number there. Um, <laughs> I was like, you waited. You paused. I paused. <laughs> but this has been fun. This has been fun. Megan's ready to go to bed and I'm ready to go to mass. Here's to hoping next week you'll have senior husband and I will uh, my boobs will be good (laughs) everyone this is real life (laughs) this is it and that's a wrap folks and that's a wrap we will see you next week on the what in the dang heck podcast bye thanks a ton for listening to the what in the dang heck podcast make sure you call our hotline subscribe leave a rate and review and might as well follow us on instagram while you're at it